Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all, depending on where you are in the world. Welcome to Shine Your Light Podcast, hosted by myself, David and Tasha. So this podcast aims to shine a light, <laughs> we know, shameless fun, it was intended, on individuals who work within the entertainment industry. This industry is often filled with speculation on what it takes to make it, which means compromising on values, morals, or even beliefs. But Shine Your Light is here to demystify these tales by talking with the people who, I guess, have made it. That's right. We are here to showcase you how people of faith, primarily Christians, who have successfully navigated their way through this industry and kept their faith strong during the good and the bad times. So tell your parents, your uncles, your aunts, even your exes. Your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your cousins, anyone who you think is going to benefit. And don't worry, if you're a non-believer, this podcast is for you too. Because we know you're going to get some gems from all of our guests. Hey everybody and welcome to Shine Your Light. Today we have the magnificent Henry. <laughs> if you can see her, she's glowing. She got her hair laid for us. Listen, <laughs> it's a whole look. It's a whole look, but we are privy to that. <laughs> YouTube coming soon. Henry, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Henry. I am 25 years old. I am a presenter, DJ, and content creator. Hey, come on. Accolade. <laughs> As you may, as you know, that we are a Christian platform shining a light on those working in the entertainment industry. And what better way to do it with a successful young woman such as yourself? <laughs> but yeah, so Henry, what was your introduction to faith? Um, so I grew up in a Christian household, to be fair. Like I was going to church from when I was little. But then I think once I got into my teenage years, it was actually quite young, like maybe 16, stopped going completely. Um, I don't even know what it was. I feel like um, my family didn't, or my mum, to be fair, she didn't have a church. So I just used to go to whatever church she'd go to. And so from time she didn't have a church, it just meant that I had, I didn't have a church. And um, I think that kind of kept going until uni. So like a good couple of years, just not having a church to go to, just not like... I guess really thinking about faith at all not that I wouldn't talk to God I probably would but there was no like there was nothing like really attached to it other than me talking to God and yeah it's not to say that God doesn't appreciate it because we, we don't know what God thinks in it but there was there was nothing else like um until I hit maybe third year of uni uh where I found uh, a church in Leeds and it wasn't kind of what I was used to because I'm that like, used to like black churches but that was a white church but and it was like, I don't know, it's something that I wanted to, I guess, start up again. And um, when I came back to London again, um, didn't really have a church again, so for a while. And then um, I think I found my faith properly again when I started to take my career seriously. So my career and my faith are like completely intertwined um, to the point where like, I just remember like looking, I was at my mum's house, I live by myself now, God is great. And um, I remember like being on my mum's balcony, like, oh God, like I don't, I, I think I was like 23, like, God, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Like, um, I don't know how this journey is going to go. I don't know how I'm going to get to, I don't know, I guess what I see for myself. I hate even like the idea of me saying like what I see for myself, because it's something so like, I guess, um, unknown to me now of course we all have like goals and what we want to do and what we want to be but I think at the time I wanted to plan my, my life out like step by step and um, nothing <laughs> was going to plan at all so like I was just like yeah god I'm just gonna put this in your hands like I'm at a job that I don't really like that much and whatever you see for my life you just do it because I'm I'm tired of having to do this by myself and then um that's kind of where like the whole thing started found the church again and then that's just how it how it's built up so like my my faith is heavily 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 intertwined with um my uh work and everything that I do now so if it wasn't for God I literally wouldn't be where I am today mm. what got you to the point of wanting to like kind of just surrender was it just kind of like the fact that you were in the job you didn't like and that was literally it or were there other catalysts I, I think at that point I was tired like in every single sense I like at that time as well I came out of a really like bad relationship and I was like I just don't know what to do with myself and so like I was trying to get over like heartbreak and also like try to build something of myself and even though 23 is super young at the time because everybody else around me like everybody that 
not I mean I didn't come up with them because I was a little bit younger than them like maybe a year or two but at the time a year younger than someone felt like nothing do you know what I mean like I should be or it felt like I could have been in the same place that they were and I just wasn't and I remember somebody telling me oh yeah well Henry you're not getting any younger and I don't know everything just felt like it was like piling down on me even though 23 is so young but it, it, it just felt at the time like I was being like crushed by the idea that I'm not reaching where I want to reach at the age that I was. So, um, yeah, like so many things. I think the heartbreak is one thing that spurred me on a lot. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, when you find yourself just like, what did I do? Why why are we here? Lord, do something. Why did you make me choose him? (laughs) Uh, Honestly, it's such a cliche way to find God, but you know where it's like, no, God, I've got, I've got nothing else. Have you seen that? Like, Ian, nothing else. I don't know what to do. I can't keep crying every day. My mum is noticing that I'm not eating. Like, this is just not Girl, it. Like, God, just bring, bring me Listen, we might need to do a whole episode because we've all been there. Every girl has been there. You know, your mum always knows. And you just like, and then she wants to say, oh, my darling, are you all right? And then you're like, the tears start. You're like, why did you ask me that question? Yeah, start choking up. You don't even want to see why you're choking up. Like, so, um, yeah, like, I think that was one of the first, I guess, places it started because when I knew I couldn't do it myself, it's like, yeah, I need to be able to lean on God to feel better about myself or else I just won't. So, um, yeah, like, I think the steps kind of just came from there where it was like, all right, cool. So I'm leaning on God to get me out of, I guess, a dark place. Like, I'm not feeling that great in myself. And so then it just kind of spiralled into me leaning on him through my um, career journey. That's dope. I actually... Like, I think a lot of us can relate to the fact that as much as some people would say, yeah, 23 is so young, but at that moment, you're going through life the same way everybody else is going through life. So you're not seeing it as an age thing. You're seeing it as I'm experiencing real situations and it's having a heavy impact on me. And this is the way that I'm pulling through. So I don't I don't feel like 23 was young for you to get that really, like revelation and that kickstart. I feel like you're exactly where, where you needed to be to get to where you are right now. Absolutely. And I think like even in that time, even though um, like I say now, like 23 was young, if we think back to that time, I would have graduated like two years before. So it's like, yeah, what are you doing in your two years after graduating? And everybody else who graduated with me is like getting a job, doing this, doing that. And I knew I wanted to like, I mean, it seemed like a pipe dream to be a presenter. So what I would say instead is, oh, like, yeah, I want to work in the media because like saying I wanted to be a presenter and not actually being a presenter. It's like, what is that? So, um, yeah, like, yeah, the whole thing kind of just spurred me on. And I think I just remember saying, like, yeah, God, like, let your will and I guess your way be done. Like, I don't want to do it in my way anymore because, like, I've done it my way and it's been a a long time and nothing's happening. So it's like, yeah, whatever, whatever, I guess. I mean, I don't really remember the conversation word for word, but like, I must have, do you know what I mean? Just put it all into God's hands to be like, yeah, like, whatever you, whatever you want for my life is what I want for my life. Because obviously I'm not doing it right so you must know what you're doing so yeah whatever way you see my life taking form and but then I remember saying you know that like little bit like that aside thing like yeah but god I, I pray it's like that just in case you needed some direction you know just in case you needed some some pointers <laughs> this is where I want to go yeah, no, but no, it's no, totally no, you no, it's no, all no, you but you know <laughs> a thousand percent so that would exactly be it like yeah god like i, I like definitely want to be a presenter and if you could make that happen then that would be incredible kind of thing so uh, yeah I think that's how like the whole the whole thing do you feel like you had a plan b because you said you wanted to work in media or was like being a presenter kind of plan a b c to z I think God has a sense of humor like it's so funny when I think back to it because um at the time I wanted I was like my plan a is like presenter and that's just it. But plan B would be like presenting, but also working in the music industry. So like getting a job in a label or something that I know that I can do because I was already doing um, represent radio at, at the time. And working in community radio means that it's like a really easy segue into working at a label or doing something, an internship, something. Do you know what I mean? That was my plan B to do them both at the same time. Uh, but God was, I guess, showing me at the time that um, like, OK, so for example, for so many of those jobs, like it would either be like working production and radio or working a label job. I'd get like to the very like last, I guess, interview bit. And then it'll be like, nah, you don't have the job. Or I remember one person was like, oh, it's so like, 
crazy because you're great and everything about you is great. You fit the job so well, but there's somebody in the team that's exactly like you. I was like, did you not notice that you looked at my application? Or so when you're like, uh, you're here to waste my time. So you knew who you wanted. No, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. So I was like, yeah, God definitely has a sense of humor because I think after that, then I clocked that. Like God was showing me, like, raw, like if if this is what I wanted you to do, then you would have got all of those jobs. Do you know what I mean? Like you would have done it. And the only jobs that I would have got, like I would have properly, wouldn't have been like a proper nine to five, Monday to Friday. They'd only ever be like internships or work experiences or do you know what I mean? Really short term things. And I had a lot of those, like I worked for uh, BBC Radio 1 Extra, like I did their internship for a month, I think. I worked in bare places. I've done so many like cool work experience things, but I feel like God just knew that I wasn't built for a nine to five because I knew I wasn't built for a nine to five. So I don't know why I was applying for them jobs, but it doesn't mean that I couldn't have done it. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like God just has uh, like, I always say, yeah, God has banter for real, for real, because it's like, yeah, (laughs) like he'll take me to like, last stage of it but it'll be like yeah like that job is not for you but just to show you that you, you could probably get it you could probably do it but this just isn't it for you so that was my plan b but god is just great that that's not what i pursued because i don't think i would have been as happy i guess as i am now or yeah i don't think i would have been as happy yeah. i think i have an idea around that. i think that god does that so that when we're in a position we like we look back and say god thank you for not allowing me to get this job or thank you for allowing me not to have this hindsight is, yeah. a, is a beautiful thing sometimes absolutely because i'm thinking of myself like now working in a label getting up monday to i mean i get up monday to friday anyway do you know what i mean but i do like different jobs on different days and i hate like being stuck stuck in something like monotonous so um for example like the 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 day that I decided to no longer do any other work other than presenting work, I left my um, zero hour like retail job at mid shift. I was like, I'm I'm done here. Like I'm done. <laughs> I'm done doing this. I didn't even wait for holiday pay. They were calling me <laughs> the next. Tell <laughs> me where are you? When a black person doesn't get holiday pay, they know they're done. Absolutely, and my holiday pay must have been like so. Basically, for that month, I'd only worked like maybe a week and a half. So I only got like 80, 90 pounds out of the whole month or something like that. And holiday pay would have at least been 200 pounds. And I didn't even wait for holiday pay. And I left with literally only 200 pounds in my bank account. So, um, yeah, like that's that was like the whole like leap of faith, like me no longer doing any more retail work. And that's where like the whole thing kind of like blew up. Oh, that's amazing. Henry, one thing I love about you is that you always post about God on Instagram itself um and where's that come from is it are you so like focused on mentioning god in like your post and stuff like that because some people are christians who who have like public positions but they're sometimes afraid to talk about god just in case it does you don't get the the right opportunities or the the right brands don't come to you how come you're so like vocal in terms of how what god has done in your life it's a really good question so um Based in the news, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of her or seen her work. She's a comedian and she's huge and she's incredible. I love yeah. her. Love her. Is my babe of life. So I don't know what it, and this again is why God is just so good. Like there's nobody else that I feel like I've connected with or made friends with that's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to follow you wherever you go. And, um, I don't know what it was about her. I met her and she came on my radio show at Represent. And then I think I just, I must have randomly asked. Actually, no. I remember every single time like she was asked to do something on a certain day because I wanted to get her on to Represent so bad. I thought, yeah, this baby's sick. Like she needs a show, rare tear. And this is when I didn't have a church to go to. They were like, oh yeah, can she do this day? And I remember hearing like, oh no, she can't do this day because she's at church. And I was like, who does that? Like, who's, who says no? Because they've got, ch- like, what, what is that? So then I think I must have asked her maybe on the second or third time meeting her, Ra, what like church do you go to, Reta? And then I think I just like followed her one time. And then she introduced me to like a book, like a daily dedication, which I've been trying to use like more and more as the years go by that I've met her. And um, I, it must say somewhere in the book and even at church as well, like if God has given you something, then how are you not going to give him the the praise and I guess glory like that he deserves? Do you know what I mean? Or else, because if it wasn't for God, then then you know you wouldn't have. So what would be the point? You didn't get it yourself. You didn't you didn't do it yourself. So if you know that, then it's almost like you're putting God on 
you're, you're making him second as opposed to first. Do you know what I mean? And I didn't want to, I guess, be that person. So um, I, I guess seeing how, how Face kind of does that and going to church with her and like learning the things that I have learned at church, like, yeah, man, like it's, it's kind of changed my whole perspective to not allow, allow it to seem like it's me because that's how I'll get big headed. And that's how I'll think that I've made these opportunities but then I know that God exists. If I didn't know God existed, then different. Do you know what I mean? But I know that there's a living God and that I serve God. So to to make my head big, knowing that I didn't do it, would be a bit of a contradiction to the God that I serve because I'm not God. So. Yeah, oh, perfect. And Henry, like you said, you know God itself. But when was the time or was there a moment in life when you realised God is actually real? Because I think most Christians might have just grown up in a Christian family and just because our our parents are Christians, we just follow that and we believe the God that they believe in a sense. But when, what was the moment for you that you like, actually God is real? Um, I'm going to say when it was when I was really young, like I, I never, never not thought God was real or do you know what I mean? Like, but, and, but I know what you mean, like real in like a, a, a reality sense. So like, I remember being like 10 years old maybe and I'd lost my house keys and I thought my mum was going to beat me like <laughs> I, really I was gonna get in so much trouble and I was like god please give me a sign I need to find these keys I can't get beat and <laughs> it's so funny that I even remember this because I haven't thought about this in a while but I remember like looking up at um um like my mum's wardrobe I guess and I've got like I well bad eyesight I, I meant to wear glasses I didn't know that when I was young but I know that now and I was looking up at the wardrobe and I don't know, I could see something that looked like it was in the shape of the chair in my living room. And the chair, the sofa in my living room was quite distinct at the time. It was like brown. It was made of like, um, you know, that material that when you wipe it one way, it goes suede. like a different color. I mean, a different yeah. shape. You wipe it the other way. Like, yeah, like a suede kind of like color. And so I saw something that looked exactly like that on the top of the wardrobe. And then I, when I went to the sofa in the living room, looked underneath the sofa where the keys were. You were like, God, like, you gave me a vision. <laughs> just don't show up in my bedroom because I'm not on it. <laughs> was like, my mind was blown at that point. Do you know what I mean? And to be fair, again, it didn't work again. <laughs> but like, from that point... Wait, you lost like, the yeah. keys again? No, I tried to be like, oh, yeah, God, show me a sign, please. But it, it, it only worked in that one. Because God is not like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a, a puppet or like a genie or but I guess he showed me in that time to show that he was real do you know what I mean it was probably like more or less like your hour of desperation and you actually were pleading and you literally just had nothing left but to just again so you've kind of had this pattern of like surrendering from when you were 10 years old no the worst the funny thing is I had something similar but um and I remember this I remember this moment and I think I was like around 10 or 9 and I remember um my I remember the place so my mum and auntie we're going to Surrey Key Shopping Centre. And then it was me, my little sister, my cousin. They left us in a car. I don't know if they're allowed to leave us in a car at that age, but they left us in a car. And I remember I was like, but I was like, um, I, was, I was praying to God. I was like, God, like, please get my mum to get me sweets, innit? And Nigerian parents, they never get you sweets when they're going out. Like, there's rice at home, all of that. I said, please let me get them. Please, God, let mum get me sweets. And I remember she came in. She came to the car and she got us all sweets. And then now it smells like God. <laughs> you're real. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I feel like when God talks to you and you're, I guess, a child is even more pro- like more profound, I guess. Because the Bible says that you come to God as like children anyway. But us being like big old people, we'll get something from God and just forget that we got it from God in the first place. We might say like a little like, yeah, thank you, God. Yeah. And then just carry on with like the rest of our lives. But I think when you experience God as a child, you, you really are like, well, well, damn, like this thing is real. So uh, that's exactly what it was like for me. Well, that's amazing. And I'd like to know, obviously, in this moment, we're in a crazy period, um, COVID happening and so many things happening in itself. This has probably been a testing time for a lot of people spiritually and mentally. Um, how have you been able to cope with everything that's happening um, in the world so far? Um. That's a really good question. I think in the first two weeks of lockdown, I don't think I was coping that well. Um, I don't think I was, yeah, I don't think I was coping that well. Um, I was playing a lot of Sims 4, not really praying, not really doing like anything I was meant to. 
But then um, I started doing this thing with my friend Peggy where we pray every single morning and read that same dedication book that Face of the News gave to me. So um, that's kind of what's been helping me um, along. And also like doing, um, like we do church, but online. So that's been really helping me a lot. So like, it's almost like you don't really like leave God out in any area because you're seeking him in the beginning of the day. You, I say a prayer as well after um, we send like the dedication and the um, scripture that goes along with it. And then on the weekend there's church. So um, yeah, it's almost like a, yeah, you can't, you can't really miss God when, when he's lit like right in the beginning of the day. So and it's always something to like reflect on. I don't know. Whoever's got a ded- the, the dedication book that I have is is incredible, and it's not every like dedication like thing that I agree with either. Because my friends have sent me some dedication things that I'm like, mm, well, <laughs> that like some some of them literally don't. But for me, I think I'm the kind of like I don't even really say like Christian. I just say like servant of God, just because like Christian is the easier one to say. But I do say servant of God because that's kind of how I just see it. But um yeah like some of them my friends will send it to me and I'll be like well I don't see this in the bible so I'm not sure if um that's like what we're meant to be giving up but the one that face and the news gave me like honestly like I've never well except for like maybe one or two times ever see it be off point so um have you got the name of it yeah it's called oh, I just bought it for my friend today we're so about to give you guys it. some gems some knowledge straight from Henry herself so exactly exclusive content don't say we don't do nothing for you people (laughs) (laughs) um, amazon for like 13 pounds but it's called in god's presence and as like my book as you can see is like finished because i've been using this for like two years i'm happy um, that it's like that because some people have books here in prestige condition you're like wait did you read this or not you just got this for sure definitely been using this one and i think it's one of the ones where like yeah the, a lot of it was profound and when I was going for a hard time as well like the way it lays out the word of God and with the scripture like it just goes together so 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 well so um yeah that really helped me along and then I don't know man God I think God is just so good because even in this time after those two weeks I haven't really felt the the pressure of of this whole time like I don't know God has just sheltered me I was able to like move out in this time and um, it's only by God's grace and mercy, man. There's actually nothing. Now, that's amazing to hear. <laughs> you you know what? God just has this way of helping his people just cope in such a time where it seems everything seems uncertain and you don't know your left from your right and your days are merging together. Is it Saturday? Is it Friday? Like, <laughs> so I completely get that. I think quite a few of my friends also were struggling at the beginning of lockdown. And again, it was like, okay, we need to go back to basics. We need to go back to who we say the author of our lives are. And that's exactly what we did. And we just started doing prayer groups and just like getting into our word. My friend started a whole Bible study. She was like, you need to know who you are. She said it's called a babe in her Bible. She was like, we're going to know all the babes (laughs) in the Bible. And we're about to find out who we are (laughs) as women and it was just such, uh, I just found various things popping up and it was all God related. And I was just like, Do you know what, this is what we need. So it just makes so much sense. And I just pray that it, it continues is. even when the world opens back and up. And it's just, it's so true. Cause even like in when the outside was open and that, uh, sorry, like I, I know I've said like a lot of good stuff was happening. Some bad stuff has happened. Don't get me wrong. And I don't want it to seem like you, I'm preaching that, oh, yeah, like, you know, the prosperity thing that people are talking about, like, where you go for, like, the good stuff and God only gives good stuff. Like, I, I think it's just happened in this time that God has allowed me to have good things because there was a time where, yeah, I was seeking God and things wasn't always that good. Do you know what I mean? Like, so there's that. But also in the time of, like, lockdown and corona, especially in the beginning, like, there was nothing else to do. So I feel like God was probably, like, watching over everyone with his like finger on his chin like mm, what's people what, what are people gonna do now what, what are people gonna do? <laughs> do you know what I mean now that there's nothing else like where are they gonna turn and how are they gonna like um yeah what what's gonna be their outlet outlet what's gonna be their release what they're gonna run to and so yeah my God's Listen, grace and if anybody was building an ark in those two weeks please believe I would have been there because I would are not leaving me oh that like, listen this is not making no sense <laughs> somebody tells me there's gonna be a flood 
I'm cold. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's great. But have so in this time of COVID nineteen slash Boris Johnson. <laughs> Because at this point, they're one in the same. Um, <laughs> how? <laughs> maybe I should, maybe we should edit that yeah. part out. <laughs> but have you, have you found that your career has like propelled like even more so? Because I see that you start, like your podcast is almost like flourishing even more so. You're getting so much great content out there. Do you feel like that has been as a, a result of the lockdown? The gut I serve, I don't know, man. Every time I think about it, the biggest um, things I've ever got to date has been in lockdown. I don't want to cry about it. We, we, get, we get tears on our podcast. Listen, we got all the tears. Okay, we cry with you. It's so mad to even like think about it, that the biggest things I've ever got to date, as in, like, even when... I, when I told you, like, here, I was on my balcony saying to God, like, God, this is what I want to do. Like, to you take it wherever you want to go. Like, I, I kind of did see myself being on a broadcaster. I saw myself being on, on a different kind of broadcaster, granted, right? But also, like, I don't I don't know, like, the, the, the radio side was kind of all I saw. But then God kind of brought everything else with it. So, like, the Spotify that landed in Corona, we did the demo just before lockdown and then we actually got the show. Um, maybe it was during the eat out to help out, but then we we announced during lockdown and then we started like when lockdown was easing. And then Kiss FM as well, that one started right in the middle of a lockdown. That was literally only about a month ago I started that. that. Listen, only God is good. Do you know what I'm saying? Only, only, only. So, yeah, man, like, um, definitely it was within lockdown that I, I kind of got this. And I'm not sure if it's, if it's like part and parcel. Like, I'm not too sure because God's ways aren't my ways. Neither are his thoughts my thoughts. So I don't know what, he, like, God was planning or what he was thinking. But I just know that I'm grateful that it's happened. I also want to mm. mention another thing that I don't think you've mentioned yet. Your production company. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that happened. I don't think that happened in lockdown. No, that happened, um, I guess maybe just before lockdown. We didn't know that this was going to happen because my, um, the docu-series that I came up with about, um, is your area changing, which is about gentrification. Another thing that I can really only give to God because I never saw that doing any kind of thing ever. So, um, I don't know, like, I, I just didn't want to, I guess, sell the um, the docuseries to anyone. I didn't want to give it away. And on top of that, I didn't want any more rejection. I was tired of people saying no. So, um, yeah, I kind of just, um, it was my manager's idea at the time. I can't say that I came up with the idea, but it was probably one of the best things that I, I guess I could have done because it's propelled more yeah. and more, do you know what I mean, to happen from that. That's so, super dope. Yeah. Well, that's great. And how would you say it's like navigating the entertainment industry um, as a Christian woman? Um, that's quite interesting. I got, I, one of my friends was asking me this question um, because, like, as we all know, the entertainment industry isn't the most godly place on earth, especially because I'm DJ and I definitely DJ secular music and I still listen to it. Do you know what I mean? But um, it's not. Is it hard? Let me let me think about it because I don't want to say that it's hard if it's not hard, and I don't want to say easy if it's not easy. Um, I guess sometimes it can be hard because your faith is definitely tested. Like people might say some things, people might act in certain ways, and it's like, yeah, like how am I going to respond? Do you know what I mean? What am I going to do about this? And in what ways will I act to to show the God that I serve or to to kind of show that I've let God down, which I still do. So I can't really act like I'm perfect at all. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think, yeah, sometimes it can be easy, but sometimes it can be hard. For example, like me putting God more in my post wasn't that easy for me to do. Like I was, it was almost like an internal battle. Like, oh, like I want to, like mm. God is like, oh, you should definitely start doing this more. But me that has like friends within the industry or people that might not know exactly who I am or what I stand for might be like, mm, well, what is this? Do you know what I mean? 
I mean, as much as we like to speak about God, we also have to understand that the devil exists as well. So, like, the devil will definitely, like, come in and be like, oh, yeah, well... I don't know, you know that thing, yeah, when people are like, oh, yeah, you're such a church girl, and ch- try to make that yeah, seem like... Yeah, yeah. And so I was kind of, like, battling with that, knowing that, yeah, I wanted to be the cool babe, and I still am the cool babe, but maybe I'm the cool babe that serves God, and the devil didn't want me to marry those two ideas whatsoever. It was literally either one or the other, but it can it can be married as long as you continue to seek God in, in truth and in righteousness, do you know what I mean? And to not... What's, what's that thing? What's that, what's that um, scripture? It's like... Um, um, don't conform to the ways of the world, but be conformed yeah. by the... Do you know what I mean? So it doesn't... Just because you're in the world doesn't mean that you have to be conformed to the world. So just because I'm in the industry doesn't mean I have to be conformed to the negative parts of the industry. So sometimes it can be easy. Sometimes it can be a little bit harder. No, I definitely agree with that. And um, it is hard sometimes when you're working in this industry that people call secular. Um, yeah. But like I said, we serve an amazing God and... I think God also wants to wants us to be wise um, in our decisions. So as long as we have a good moral compass and we're not doing anything that goes against what God wants us to do, I think how you navigate it, uh, as long as you're moving in wisdom, I think it's all right itself. And yeah. have you got have you been given backlash from Christians who say, "Oh, you play secular music or you work in a secular world"? Um, it was only like my, my friend, she, she, it wasn't like backlash from her, but I think she was genuinely intrigued by what, like, I guess I was doing and how I was going about it. Cause she was like, yeah, but Henry, like you still play like world music and like you, you definitely still definitely sing the lyrics out loud in the club when you're playing. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I, have to, like <laughs> I mean, gun fingers, everything, like I'm so shit, like I definitely had those questions, and it wasn't it wasn't the easiest to answer. But at the same time, I don't think I have all the answers. I feel like if if God didn't want me to do it, do this, knowing that God knows the beginning from the end, knowing that God is the author of everything, then He would allow for this time. And if it's something eventually that I'm meant to stop doing, then there would there I wouldn't be getting any gigs. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. God allows everything. Do you know what I mean? God even allowed the devil to to bloody um, test Job for how many days, like kill off all his family. So like God allows, God has to allow it. So if God's allowed it, then it must be for a reason. That's true. I was thinking, did you have that? Like I got to a stage in my walk at some point where everyone was like sharing this documentary about music being evil. And then I was here burning all my Jay-Z CDs. Like I ain't listening to that no more. Then like only like two months later, I was just being like, what was I doing? (laughs) Where's all my music? Because obviously like you get so swayed by how other people want you to view certain things, especially in your infancy. Mm -hmm. And probably I wasn't maybe as secure enough in myself to actually be able to be like decipher where I wanted to go with my career and my faith um, intertwined. But it's just like having now worked in the entertainment industry, obviously I'm not at the forefront like yourselves. So I don't have to, I don't really get too much of the like people outwardly like speaking to me and telling me, this stand like you're still playing it you're you're still you know walking up to all this music because <laughs> like for no sense of the word you, you're probably never going to know other than my outputs and what I actually represent like you'll just think oh she's just a nice person or she until I outwardly tell you yeah I'm a Christian so all that to say did you have like a similar kind of conviction growing up or there or have you always kind of been like strong in knowing that you loved all kinds of music and nothing was going to stop you pursuing your goal? It's a good question. Um, when I was really young, so like I did say like I stopped going to church at like 16. So that's already really young. So when I was like maybe like 13, 14 is when all like the Illuminati stuff came out. And I definitely slept in the same bed as my mum, no word of a lie for a week straight. I was not with it in any way, shape or form. Like I, I was so scared. But then I think because I was so young that definitely I went back to listening to it. But um, nowadays, I think, I don't know. I'm going to be, I have to be like super truthful. When songs, songs, songs might come on and they'll say something that's like, I guess not of God. 
but I forget that the song says that. And when the part comes up, I'm like, mm, I know it's coming. So I just don't say that. <laughs> I just don't say that bit when that bit comes up on. But then I think that there's there's a thing about knowing who people are, I guess, and what they represent and what the industry itself represents and not getting caught up. So again, not conforming to the world, even though you're in the world. Do you know what I mean? You're in the world. You're going to have to experience the world. You can't live in your house 24-7 and not like, do you know what I mean? Listen to music, even if it's somebody driving by in their car and they've got the radio on blast. So you, you know that these things exist. Uh, but I think it's like knowing they exist and then truly understanding what it is about it that whole like I guess yeah industry even down to stand culture do you know what I mean like not getting because I used to be like was I a stand it's yeah, okay this is a it's a <laughs> <laughs> people I'm just yeah, are you a beehive um no I used to be in love with Rihanna I used to love One Direction which is really random and <laughs> I know but I listen to all kinds of music the truth is out now <laughs> No, I don't like them anymore. They've all, no thanks. Um, <laughs> but I used to be like a really, like a huge fan of Rihanna and One Direction and like into what they were doing, what they were doing on a day-to-day basis, like what they were wearing, like, do you know what I mean? Like basically just not focusing on myself and who I was, but like everything of who I was was in another human being. But if you cut us both, we both bleed the same red. So I think it's like, yeah, definitely understanding the, like the industry and not getting caught up in the idea of things that are of this world just I guess like people said I hope I answered that right but that's kind of what I think no you did definitely how do your parents feel about you working in the industry oh they're fine um <laughs> as long as money's coming through they're happy it's yeah. true I'm moved out, so like there's nothing that they can really say do you know what I mean but um in the beginning they were both like a bit like um a bit like, oh, yeah, like, how are you going to support yourself? Like, you need a certain amount of money coming in a month for a 10. Like, why don't you just go for a more regular job? Um, but then, I, again, I remember telling my dad, and this is when I was more into my face. So in the beginning, I didn't really have anything to say. I was doing a lot of work experience, so they were okay with that because it was looking good on paper. But it was when I started doing um, the retail work and not really having any money coming in, but still saying that I wanted to be a presenter that my dad was like, yeah, but why don't you just get any job, just get a job and then work at your thing at the same time. And I said, dad, no, I don't want to plan B anymore. Like God will do something some way, somehow. And um, he like now messages me like, yeah, I remember you told me. (laughs) And so, yeah, man, just God is good. What am I going to say? No, Henry, your journey is so amazing. Your testament that if you have faith, you work hard and have a vision, you're going to follow through with it. And Uh, surrender it all. yeah so i'm so happy that you actually had the faith to say you know what even though there's money that i probably owed i'm just going to quit and just follow my dreams and i think sometimes god rewards people who do that Mm -hmm. but we're gonna go back and go and get your coin though we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna figure that out (laughs) guys i'm not saying that you should quit your job and go do what you want now (laughs) that's not the message that's that's not what we're (laughs) preaching prosperity gospel Um, (laughs) but sometimes but actually sometimes if god gives you the conviction that this is what i want you to do just have a hundred percent faith that God's going to do it. So I'm so happy that you are where you are now. Uh, because if you didn't follow what God wants you to do, you could still be working retail. Or well, you can't do retail now because coronavirus. Exactly, you know exactly. I mean? She wouldn't have been <laughs> able to work retail. She would have been yeah. like crying, like people that are crying now, maybe that haven't probably yeah. listened to the voices that God is saying, "I want you to do this," and haven't had that. You know, I always come back to this image because I still have this profound image of my head of that um god with a big teddy bear and the little girl with a small one and he's just like give me your one and i'll give you something greater and i literally think that's all it ever is with us in life is just just surrendering to him and knowing that he's just about to give us something greater even though we might not know what it is and i feel like you're a testament to show that you've actually followed through with it and you're only gonna flourish every day because I think even like the leaving your job thing, I mean, I don't even see that as like the whole prosperity gospel. Do you know why? Because I feel like if there's that conviction, if you know that, well, I've got a job and it's not that bad. Do you know what I mean? I mean, of course I would like something else, but it's not that terrible. Then don't, because that's not what conviction sounds like. Conviction is do this. Yeah. You can't take enough anymore. 
So do it. Do you know what I mean? And that's how, if you look in the Bible, like that's kind of how God spoke to every single person with just with direct, um, what's it called? Direct instruction. What about, no, if, but how, what could happen? Like it's just literally go over there, do this, say this to that person, do that to that person. And I feel like I've realised that that's kind of how God almost talks talks to us. Like people will call it their gut feeling or, and I say that with air quotes, they got feeling or like conscience again air quotes but um bible says that you can't serve two masters in it so like whatever way you follow you're either again following god's way or you're not with every single action with every single thought with how you speak with how you treat other people with everything that you do like you're either choosing god or you're not so you're following either the voice that god has given to you to be like yeah do this or you're not so yeah no, that's good to hear. And I've got a question. I don't know if you know the answer to it um, yet, but, well, it's two two questions. David's about to ask you. One, do you know... <laughs> just be ready. Um, do you know your purpose? And if you do, what is it? And also, <laughs> to be honest, Christians love saying that. I'm just one of those Christians that say, do you know your purpose? Um, and two, what is the vision for you like, in the next five to ten years? They might be linked. I think my purpose is just to spread the light that God has given me. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't Henry, know. Henry, sorry, could you say that again? Please? You don't need to say it again, Henry. <laughs> 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 no, it's because Tasha hates when I say shine the light. But I think she that's what all Christians should be doing. all the time. Like, like, guys. I was like, he'd be plugging every second of every day. I'm like, David, I get it. Like, it's the name of the podcast. If somebody says it, he'll just start beaming from ear to ear. So go ahead. Say it again. Go ahead. Listen, honestly, just as I heard it, because I was almost about to be like, mm, I don't know, but just as I heard it is how I said it. So just to shine the light that God has given me, because I'm sure the Bible says somewhere, no, I don't I hate misquoting the Bible because you're really not meant to, but I know somewhere it says that like, as God, like, as Jesus is the light, like, so well, you or something, or God has given you something like that. So like, yeah, that's kind of what I want to do. And um, I don't have um, a vision or a plan, I guess, for the next five um, years only because again the Bible says and uh, I think I can't like um, stress enough that the Bible is so important because people can say so many things but if it's just not in the Bible then it's just not it you know what I mean Absolutely. so the Bible says that as as man plans God wipes away so that I've kind of just come to the end of me planning anything for my life I would like by God's grace and mercy God willing um <laughs> to be doing some like great TV work, be on a, a national broadcaster on television to continue. Amen. You will be. Amen. My God's grace and mercy, do you know what I mean? What can I say? Just don't forget us because we'll be asking you back. And, we, and when your PA <laughs> says, sorry, we can't get to Henry right now. I'll be like, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get a PA. You'll always have a direct line to me. So that's fine. <laughs> Um, and I think just continue, continuing to um, allow, like, make people smile by God's grace and mercy. I know that it's not me, me doing it. I know that it's, like, the God that works through me. But, like, yeah, that's all I kind of ever wanted to do when I got into this industry. So That's dope, yeah. man. I'm... Great. Um, there's something that we always ask our guests, um, and it's if a Christian – or anybody actually who wants to get into like your industry, the entertainment industry or pre- uh, presenting, what advice would you give to them? Um, whatever you thought you wanted to do, to do um, whatever plans you thought you had for yourself, scrap it. Because um, <laughs> God could just change that in an instant. Do you know what I mean? Whatever's for you, God makes sure that it is for you. And if it's not for you and you continue to push for it, you're just going to dig yourself a hole. Or even if you do eventually get it and God allows you to get it, there's no guarantee you will actually be happy. Do you know what I mean? So um, there's that. And I think just put all things into the hands of God. Do you know what I mean? When you hear God speak, when you hear God put an idea for content in your heart, don't allow it to sit because you might be that person that always thinks like, oh my gosh, like this person's just done what I've done. I had the idea to do it. And that idea didn't come from, from nowhere. That idea didn't even come from you. Like God was giving you something to work with. And you just didn't do it. So don't just sit on things or else somebody else is going to come out. God is going to give somebody else the idea to do it. Because if it's not going to be you, 
the, the word of God can never come back to him void. It'll be somebody else and it will get done. So <laughs> I love that you said that because I think sometimes people take too long to do certain things when God tells them. And I feel for some reason they think that God's just going to wait for them to do it. If it's part of God's purpose, he has to, he has to move on. Yeah. And this is the thing like, and we, we, you can't ever forget that all things are biblical. And when I say that, it's not just because, like, do you know what I mean? Henry saying it is because we saw it with Saul and David. Do you know what I mean? Like Saul was king and he did something that he wasn't meant to do. And God found somebody that was after his own heart. It could have still been Saul if Saul just acted right. So all things are biblical. Always look to your Bible. Um, I do this thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I learned it from church. Some people might think I'm crazy, but. Like I pray and I say, God, like I have the Bible in my hands and I'll pray. I'll be like, yeah, God, whatever you want to speak to me today, speak it to me. Do you know what I mean? Whatever I'm meant to see, let me see it. Open up the Bible. And I, I kid you not, every single time, every single time, like I'm always seeing something that I'm, I'm meant to see. You know what I mean? So, you know, except for like, I guess the church that I, I go to, like I've never heard of anybody else um, doing that. So I think that's a really good like place to start as well. And I think that um, if it's not biblical, then it's not real. Um, I think that's really important for for people and their walk. People love to say, yeah, God loves a trier. God helps those who help themselves. None of those things are in the Bible. So don't go out trying to like carve away for yourself when God has another path carved for you. No, that's good. And I think that's just uh, a point to reiterate that. Sometimes even people might be sending people word or they might be listening to a preacher and it might sound amazing. It might sound good, but you always have to check. Is it, is it, does it align to what the word of the, what the word of God says, to be honest? So just make it. Yeah. Sure. And does it resonate with your spirit? Sometimes your spirit man will just be like raging and you don't know why. It's like maybe something is not supposed to come into you like that. No, you're not supposed to receive that message. So not everything that you should like, take in i'm always very careful about the messages that i take in regarding um god and my faith and stuff because i'm always like hmm. someone will be like oh this is a really popular preacher and he's done it so i said and so it's like no what does the word say what what is like I, I'm, I'm not against hearing like people preaching and pastors but it has to be like Again, I'm like one of those people as well whose mum has bounced from church to church. So there's some churches I was just like, no, I'm not going. Like my mum would want me to go. She might even like, <laughs> if she hears this, I'm sorry, mama. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Like, she would be like, oh, yeah, this person is doing deliverance. And I'm just like, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going because it just didn't resonate with my spirit. And I was so young as well. And I was just like, no, like to the point where she drove us to the church. And I said, no, I'm, I'm walking back. I walked back. Yeah, no, I hear it. I think that some people, like especially us as like, as I'm, again, I'm going to put the quotes in there, Christians, because I think the, the word Christian kind of denotes the idea of religion and the idea of religion. Again, if you read your Bible is what kind of like Jesus really wanted to go against yeah. as in people things in a formulated way. And then that going against what the word of God actually said so I think that some people um, are surprised, even churchgoers are surprised by what is actually like written in the Bible when I like say it to them. And then they'll like try to argue against it. But I'm like, no, nah, babe, this is in the same Bible. Do you know what I mean? That you learn at church, not just me, like he's literally in. And I think that the, like there's a knack sometimes to just like read that one like line from. Not read the people rest. love that <laughs> without no context. Yeah, they were like Jesus wept. Oh my goodness, he wept like me. <laughs> you think that I'm mad? Some of the conversations that I'd had, and I'll be like, "Well, open up the Bible then," and then they'll open it up, and it's like right there in front of them. So that's what I'm saying. Like to, to read your Bible for those who want to like get into this and like I guess be serious about their career and be serious about the God that they serve. The things that are in the Bible is what's the truth. Don't head into like that whole prosperity gospel to say that things are always going to be easy because it's not. And, um, well, not always. God can make it easy. If God says that it's meant to be easy, then that's just it. But don't listen to what your mum or dad says. Or Because my mum, my mum, I used to, like, DJ, like, at night. And she used to be like, oh, yeah, well, you coming home late, like, this just isn't it, rare tear. Like, you say that you serve God, but you're coming home late, you're testing the spirit of God, whatever. And I'd be like, well, the Bible does say that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, let alone God. In, in Old Kent Road at 11pm do you know oh, what I mean like, you were really going for that <laughs> the valley <laughs> girl 
Look, I mean, I'll fear no evil, none, fear zero evil. So if you're, if that's the kind of faith that you're meant to have, where is, where is that kind of faith, mother? So, um, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, I, lo- I love that you challenge, um, even opinions about where, um, or just how people perceive certain things. Because I always say that there's sometimes it feels like there's ritual as opposed to relationship and understanding what God is trying to say, because there's certain practices that I, I question and I'm just like, is that ritual or is that God? Because that, that seems like a ritual thing to do. Like, why are you doing it? You need to have to understand why you're doing it before you do it. So I completely like I love the fact that you you challenge and you question and you go back to the source like it's, it's very admirable and I feel like more people should do it. Yeah, no, it's definitely important, or else you're just gonna you fall for everything. Just follow. Yeah, you'll be doing up follow follow, and you don't know where that following is going to even take you. So, well, yeah. <laughs> well, take them to anywhere. Fair. Well, God willing, that God will show people the path that they're supposed to go to but always like you went to school to be able to question to have an opinion to be able to challenge so don't fall for everything so stand for something or you'll fall for everything as they say there we go but henry um any closing words before we wrap this up um nothing really more than you know god is good um Without him, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I just pray that by that I'll just continue to have him in mind when I do all things. Pretty much. And I'm sure you will. I mean, you have been an amazing guest. We're not just saying that we we, we actually, which is why we hound people down because we're like, she's great. We know it. <laughs> I can feel it. So, <laughs> but no, you've been amazing. And I just I feel like your journey is literally just beginning. Like you're about to do leaps and bounds beyond what you can imagine. Prophesizing. Yes, of course now. And just continue doing what you're doing. Like it's working. Don't don't change the formula for anybody. Let let no man <laughs> make you stray in any form or shape or direction. So I just feel like you're gonna be uh, we're gonna see your name in lights very, very soon. Trust me. By God's grace, guys, don't make we gonna see it. And the way she's doing up gang signs with Rihanna, we'll be like, ah, isn't that? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we just like thank you for coming on and sending your spreading your message and spreading your lights and continue shining. Thank you guys. Have a great day. Have a great yeah, have a great day. Amazing. Thanks, Henry.